You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and today I'm joined by Pastor David. Hello, hello. And guess what? It's just us again. Just us. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to join us. Nope, nope. So sad. That wah, is. Wah. Um, How's your day going? You know, my day's going all right. Um, it's, it's one of those, it's a fast day, but it's a slow moving day, meaning everything around me is going fast. <laughs> I'm not. Like... My my brain isn't moving fast. My ambition, like it's just one of those. Okay, let's. And then you look at the clock. It's like, oh wow, it's already ten o'clock. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I was really confused yesterday because after our staff meeting, um, you know, I have to walk through the cry room to get to my office, and apparently the battery in that clock is dead mm. because it said like twenty to noon. And so I was like, I go, whoa, it's already almost 12 o'clock. <laughs> and so I was I like started getting nice stuff rounded up to go home for lunch. And I got in my car and started driving. And I was like, wait, it's only 1130. <laughs> Early lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. And yeah. then I looked at it again today and like thought it was that time it's, again. I need to change the battery. I, I think I'm just having that for the week. Like it feels like Friday to me. And not like a yay, it's Friday. It's... <laughs> You know, oh, it's Friday and I have hardly anything done that needs to get done. So, yeah, I feel like we have a lot of things to do, but I feel like, at least for me, a lot of the stuff that I want to, that I have to do is like dependent on other people too. Mm -hmm. And so there's just all of these moving pieces all the time and it's kind of crazy. But yeah. It will all work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some of that stuff you have to wait on is me moving slow. So <laughs> hey, I got some stuff so, from you yesterday. I know. That was yeah. helpful. <laughs> I'm making some headway in some other things. Like when I do graphics, I feel like I can't just whip a graphic out. I usually have to, especially if it's for a sermon series yeah. or something important like that. Um, I, I have to sit and marinate on it for like a week and make changes. And mm -hmm. then sometimes I completely scrap it and go another. I mean, it yeah. just, it's a process, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are talking about, um, let's see here, the last two Sundays we covered identity mm -hmm. and doubt. Yep. Um, I feel like our first podcast in this series, we, we kind of covered identity a little bit. A little bit. bit. Um, so I don't really want to spend a ton of time on kind of what we talked about already. So I thought we would, um, when, when talking about that, maybe we would... Um, add in the extra layer, kind of hone in on our identity through our kids. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that's just been weighing heavily on me lately. And so, um, and I think that if you have kids, it's so easy mm -hmm. to, to slip into that mindset. Yep. Um, yeah, like that's one of the roles we play in this world that you yep. said that that Sunday was um, parent, like mom or dad. Yep. And it's definitely a powerful one that can consume us in good yep. or bad ways. Exactly. <laughs> Probably all bad, actually, if it's consuming. Um, so I'm curious, um, like how is how does that play out in your life? Well, you know, so... It's one of those things where, of course, we all want our kids to have better lives than we did, right? And and I, so I see it when sometimes I'm looking at my kids and it's like, oh, I hope they don't – like I want them to experience the things that I missed out on or the things that yeah. I didn't get to have, which is fine. 
until it becomes like I'm a I'm driving them to do things that maybe they're not supposed to do or things that they're even created to do because I want to live through them. Like I want <laughs> I want to experience this through them. Um, and and one of the ways that I've seen the negative, I mean that's negative, but one of the especially when I mentioned on Sunday, the thing that popped into my head was. Um, I wrestle with this at times, and I've seen this a lot in other parents, Is especially Christian parents, is we put so much reflection of how our kids are on us. Mm-hmm. So if, if we feel like our kid is um, being bad, like all of, all of a sudden we're, our identity now is like, I'm a horrible parent, I'm a horrible person. Like, and, and so we can almost become overly harsh to our children because we're more afraid not necessarily on how they're acting. We're more afraid on how it reflects on us. Yeah. Right. And, and so that will impact we're such how we. Aren't oh, we? <laughs> very much. You know, like how are people going to look at me? Yeah. Because yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you see that even you know even with little kids now. Like let's say here at church, and you know your kid causes a you know disturbance downstairs, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, what are they thinking about me as yeah. a parent? What are they thinking about my home? What are they thinking about? You know, and, and so automatically it hits our identity. Yeah. So we can do it both ways. We can push our kids in positive ways that we think are positive because we're trying to have them live this amazing life. And, and we can push them into things that they don't really maybe want to do. or We put pressure on them they don't need. Mm-hmm. Or we, we can, you know, what does this say about me? And it's the same with the positive stuff. Like I want this. I want the star sports player. Right. I want the recognition of mm-hmm. my child accomplishing this or you know i i just want to be able to brag about my about my kid you mm-hmm. know like i want to put mm-hmm. the sticker on the back of my van <laughs> that says how awesome my kid is right i get it but we have to ask ourselves are we doing that for the benefit of our child right or if we're doing that for how it reflects on me yeah and as soon as it has any part of reflecting on me then i'm trying to feed my identity mm-hmm. based on them and yeah. that's pressure that's not fair for them because that's going to confuse them or it's going to affect how I parent. Yeah. So that's the question I have to ask myself. Is oh, this yeah. for them or is this is how it reflects on Absolutely. me? Absolutely. I think um, this fall, I've just, I've felt it heavier. Does that make, does that proper grammar? More heavily. <laughs> Sarah, the burden. you'd be calling me out right now on my grammar. <laughs> um, I think because, you know, I shared in our, I don't know if you read my little Facebook. I did just before I got here. Um, But like, you know, I'm sitting at football games now that I haven't been to since I was in high school. So I think a little bit of it is like being back in that place Mm -hmm. and having those same thoughts Mm -hmm. that you had. Like it just kind of takes you back to when you were that age. And then, you know knowing like my kid isn't the star football player my Mm -hmm. kid's in the band which isn't a bad thing we're super proud of him and man he plays that bass drum like nobody's business (laughs) and it's fun and we enjoy it but you can't help but you know that seed of comparison Mm kind of starts to creep in and um you're seeing them interact with other kids and it's Mm -hmm. just you know he went to the homecoming dance on saturday night and um it just you just worry and you're like, Oh, are you going to wear that? Are you going to, you know, like, but it's, it feels like such a reflection of you and it's putting all of our apples into that basket is never healthy or good. And so I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad for the kids because they, they'll feel it inevitably too. And it just puts us in a really unhealthy place. So, yeah. yeah. And do you think, um, do you think that social media plays into this for us oh, as parents as well massively 
Massively. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm guilty of it. How often do you, you know, you're scrolling through and looking at other people's pictures or, or whatever, or experiences or what they're able to do with their kid or, or even, you know, and, and I don't use the word as a negative, but bragging on their kid of what they've accomplished or what they've done. And, and you just kind of sit there and, and the enemy's just really good in our own thinking, our own dark thinking, evil, you know, toxic thinking sits there and just, you know, well, what's our problem? What's my kid's problem? What's, you know, and they might not sound that way in our heads, but that's what they're circling around, Sure, you know, and, and, um, but that's the other thing to remember as parents, our kids, as they get older, social media is going to, is going to mess with them themselves. Mm -hmm. They're going to be wrestling. And so it's not, that's why we try, we need to just do as best job we can not to add to that, Yeah, you know, because our children gain their identity first through us. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why it's so important. And as we were talking, you know, you were saying all that. It's just the other you know, talking about the football game and, and and all that. And I'm thinking about we do that when we're like at soccer. Like sometimes mm-hmm. for me at soccer when we're watching the girls play, and yeah. I'll watch the other kids, you know, on the team, and they're doing really well. And I'll I'll be sitting there, and my my daughters do well, but I'm sitting there like, oh man, I, I want them to experience, <laughs> you know, the goal, and yeah. I want them to experience that. And yeah, I do. But again, it's because I want to be like, yeah, that's my kid. Like, look at my kid. <laughs> yep. um, but what I was thinking about this is, uh, what if we as Christians put as much emphasis on the vertical identity, like embracing, you know, like feeding that into our kids mm-hmm. versus the horizontal? This is, I mean, everything we're talking about is the horizontal that I was talking about on Sunday. Like, you know, that Sunday is, is I want my kid to experience all this identity around here. But mm-hmm. that's where God has to remind me all the time. It's like, David, you're not investing in their, their vertical yeah. You got to, that's more important mm-hmm. is the vertical. And, and, uh, and the, the crazy thing is that vertical investment that we're making is really going to set them apart even more. Yeah. Not in a good way to the world, yeah. in a good way to our father, mm-hmm. but not to the world. Like I was thinking, um, of all the things that I'm sure Tyler would rather not do, mm-hmm. or I'm sure that he feels and maybe not so much him. He's he's always been a kid that's just been really okay with himself, and he's super quirky, and he just mm-hmm. doesn't care. And I love that about him because I I was never like that. Yeah. Um, but I think about the fact that you know we prioritize church as a family on Sunday, mm-hmm. and so you know if if he was in a sport or something that he had to miss, like we like I understand like a one once in a while thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a state thing or something like, okay. But if you're constantly prioritizing mm-hmm. sports or other activities, so you're missing that or you're out so late Saturday night because you're in activities that are driving your family apart versus yeah. pulling them together. So you decide to sleep in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, those things, the kids see you can't fake that Mm -hmm. and they know what's number one in your life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i think about like we haven't let tyler have social media i feel like your first kid is your practice kid right Mm. (laughs) um and also we were trying to co-parent with my oldest and so i wasn't yeah i I wasn't sovereign over the rules (laughs) unfortunately um but you know with tyler we've chose to do some things differently with his phone and with social media like we don't let him have that yet and Mm -hmm. um i know that that is something that he would like, Mm -hmm. but it's a no, not yet kind of thing. And, you know, we have our reason for making sure we're home, having dinner together as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And just, just things that other people are doing differently and, and not to make them feel bad for the way that they're doing things because, you know, every Mm -hmm. family does things however they want, but Mm -hmm. what looks good for us 
um, to be in that vertical investment, yeah. you know, yeah. will make us weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had the same, uh, cause Libby with her soccer is they've, they had a tournament and one of the games was on Sunday morning, just this last, um, this last Sunday. And we had the same discussion it, and it was, you know, cause in my head, I was, I was doing the wrestle in my head of the vertical identity. I was, I was doing the wrestle of ah, it's only one Sunday, mm-hmm. but what if I flipped that and said, but it's only one game. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about it, it's like right. compared to life, it's one game, right. but right. we, we justify certain. And, and again, yeah. that's not to look here. Anybody's listening and you're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, we go I'm to not stuff. Trying to condemn. Exactly. It, it's, you know, but you, it's, it's an evaluation. Yes. You have to make. It, it's just to ask yourself what mm-hmm. in the long run will that ultimately, you know, if you, if you have other ways that you're trying to invest, you know, I've known of people that don't go back to the sports that they would miss, but they would make it a priority when they were gone. Like their family would get together mm-hmm. and, and they would have a time of worship and a time of teaching oh, like great. together, Yeah, you know, yeah. to, to say, yes, we're not at church, but we're going to mm-hmm. take some time right like now. Now yeah, to do this, I like that. So again, it's it's ask yourself which identity you're feeding into. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. So how do we um, flip our mindset? Like I'm assuming it's a discipline. Oh, very much. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, it's. It, 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 I think with the with identity or, or with you know like the horizontal living for the world living for. A lot of us, and this, I will put my struggle out there, and, and people can decide if it fits for them. We don't think eternally very much. Mm-hmm. We, we don't think long term. We think immediate what's right in front of us. And that's the discipline of, of so as we were talking about the sports and all that, and, and, and thinking about, I want my child to be, maybe I want my, my child to be the star. The first thing that pops in my head is Jesus saying, you know, what good is it to gain the whole world? Mm-hmm. Right, like, what good is it to have the, this great identity and experience all the stuff of this world, and you miss out on the blessing of eternity? You know, so it, it's flipping that 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 understanding in our head, like kind of what I was saying about the well, it's just one Sunday we're gonna miss. Well, no, it's just one game. Mm-hmm. Like, switch it. It's we make it out like what we think we're giving up, and, and it's like, no, we're doing this because we're we're gaining this. Um, I mean, it's one of those, you know, because I'm kind of thinking about church, you know, I don't know what God ever has to, but what if that was the one Sunday, like God was just going to radically grab hold of my child in worship or something? Like, what if that was like the moment, mm-hmm. again, we got to start thinking like, I don't want to miss these chances. Yeah. These are my chances. We only have so many. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, that's, that's the same. It's, it's like this morning, um, haven't done it this year and I, I was kicking myself for this. Um, in the past when the girls were younger, we used to, I, because I would be the one to take them to school every because Amy would already be at school or work and whatnot. And we're back to that where Amy's gone for school. And uh, I'm taking them to school now that started this week. And I'm like, man, we don't pray like we used to. Mm-hmm. We used to pray like before. So I have to take the girls separate because they go at different times because Piper's at Shellsburg. So I'm taking Piper to school to drop her off. And I'm in my head, I'm like, David, you didn't, you haven't prayed with your kid. Like, you know, and then, so I'm having the conversation in my head of just, well, it's going to be stupid doing it now. Like you're going to look like an idiot. She's going to probably gonna think we haven't done this forever. Why you do it? So I'm having like the debate in my head, like whether I should just let it go or like we'll start tomorrow or whatnot. Yeah. And I'm like, forget it. We're sitting in line at Tilford and I just reached over. I put my hand on Piper's leg Aww. and I just, I was like, I prayed for her for a day. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what that meant to her. But I was like, yeah. you know, and then I did the, here's what's funny about it. I did the same debate with Libby because <laughs> I've taken her to school the whole way there. I'm like, oh, she's older, man. She's middle school. She's gonna be like, dad, you're <laughs> stupid. 
It's like, but I don't know. That's like, like you said, that's, mm-hmm. I'll never get this day back. Yep. I'll never have that yep. moment to pray over my, my kid ever again. So mm-hmm. it's changing that, <coughs> that mindset of like, I'm investing in the real identity, the real future. Yeah. So yeah. they love their dad. I'm I, sure don't they know. I don't know. It. Libby. They Libby. do. Yeah. <laughs> Hope so. Um, I, it kind of reminds me of uh, back when Vince was here, we, I think it was with the curriculum he was using for the kids. Um, it was like Parent Q or mm-hmm. something like that. But there was an app that we downloaded on our phones and then it had like a section for each one of your kids mm. and because you put in like their birth date and stuff and it would calculate how many days you had left mm-hmm. with them in their in oh, your house. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that always like killed. I had to delete the app because I'm like, I can't look at that anymore. Yeah, that would, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> man, that, that time is fleeting. Um, yes. So I was, I was listening to something last week, I think, and um, I think this makes really good sense of why it's hard to change our mindset from horizontal to vertical is they said because the Christian life is delayed gratification mm. and that's not how our world operates nope. with anything anymore. I mean, nope. everything is instant. I side note, I wonder how this is affecting our kids mm-hmm. because I can't imagine. Um, but it's just so countercultural. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, here's the thing. I mean, we're the gen, I mean, not cause looking at my, it started kind of with our generation. Mm-hmm. My, I mean, I'm, I wrestle with that horribly, you yeah. know, like give it to me now. What yeah. can I have now? But we and, know what time yeah. when we didn't have that. So yeah. we should know better. <laughs> we should, but that it's funny you bring that up, but because look how quickly though your mind can change because we've been living in it. We remember that childhood stuff, but still we're just yeah. as guilty oh, now. Absolutely. Because we're so used to it now. Yeah. Heck you know? if my Amazon isn't uh, here in two days, I'm <laughs> pitching a fit. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking that, uh, just even the, well, it's like, I don't even watch commercials anymore. Right. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Well, this is how bad it is. Uh, I, I, I do I, cause I, we're cheap and we don't pay for the extra on our <laughs> street. Well, see, that's platform. the thing. That's how bad it is though, is I, I usually watch the platforms. I still don't have to watch commercials. Oh, we okay. have those too, but I was like, nah, yeah. I'll just watch it on this. Yeah. But this is how bad that is. I didn't even realize until just the other day about the hurricane. Because I'm not oh, watching anything right. or reading anything. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of made me stop of like, man, because I want what I want, what I want when I want it, mm-hmm. man, I was oblivious yep. to even oh, yeah. what's going on around me because I haven't watched anything that's yep. telling me about it. So you just get sucked into this little world that's oh, yeah. yours. That's and I, a really and, you know, good way to put it. And, I, and that's what I see with my kids sometimes, <laughs> you know, you just get sucked into this, this little world and yeah, it's letting them know, um, yeah, it's that vertical I, it's not about you. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Which is and why our Christian community is so important. I think we said this last time too, but when we are surrounding ourselves with people who, you know, ought to be thinking the same way as mm-hmm. far as our, that vertical relationship and our vertical I- identity, um, man, that helps. It does. <laughs> it does. To It helps us feel not so isolated, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just, there's something about having that community yeah, yeah. that is, yep. yeah. Um, okay, well, let's talk doubt now. Let's let's shift gears a little bit. Um, so fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> love doubt. I was trying to think like, okay, what? Where is my doubt? And I think probably for me, like work wise, 
sometimes my doubt is in like our ability as as leadership here at the church to to lead and teach and equip well Mm -hmm. because there's so many times where things fall through the cracks or things aren't moving along as fast as Malia's timeline thinks it should move you know and Mm so you, you just feel like, okay, well, what are we doing wrong? And, mm-hmm. oh, like, mm-hmm. and I think we just, we place so much of this pressure on ourselves too yep. when we know that, like, it's not up to us. Yes, God's called us to do things. Mm-hmm. It's not, we're not completely passive in this, but, um, yeah. yeah. I, I can relate to that, to that doubt. When the first thing that, that pops in my head with that is every single one of our doubts when it comes to, to life and ministry and spiritual, all of that, it all comes, it, it all circles back to a doubt of God, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And, and so let me give you an example. So for myself, if I'm doubting my ability in ministry, or if I'm doubting my ability to do what I feel like God wants me to do. And, and then even if I can overcome that with the idea of like, let's just jump in there and do something. Technically, I feel like I'm just like Abraham in those. Like, so here's Abraham. Got, here's the promise, Abraham. I'm going to give you a son, Right. Well, obviously there was some doubt there because, hey, we're not having the son here. Take my slave, take my take my servant, and you know, let let's, mm-hmm. let's do this ourselves, right? That was a doubt in can we really trust God's promise, or is God powerful enough to do what He says He can do, or do we need to? And that's what I mean, like with ministry, I can do that. It's it's oh, um, maybe God's saying slow down, wait. I'm preparing things. It's not my timetable, God. I'm gonna yep. I'm 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 jumping in. And again, it all circles back to somehow a doubt of of God's character. Like, are you? Do you know what you're doing? Like, we. That's what's interesting about doubt. I don't think they come out that way in our heads. (laughs) Yeah. But if we actually look at our actions, our actions speak louder into what that doubt actually is. Right. So if I if I run ahead of God, I'm basically saying I know better. Mm -hmm. I I doubt that maybe you know what's best here. Again, I might not consciously say that. But that's where my doubt's lying. So absolutely, yeah. So, how can we express our doubt in a more healthy way? Because I, on Sunday you said mm-hmm. like it's not bad to doubt. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean we lack faith. It's mm-hmm. normal to doubt. So, so how do we do that in a more healthy, productive way, rather than a way that like yeah. just keeps pushing us down? So, for myself, um, that God's kind of leading me into is. Um, the reason I don't want to express my doubts is because Paul tells us in, and I, and I, I wish I could remember where he says it, but he's like, don't think of yourself any higher than you, than you should. Right. And, and, and don't have, basically don't have a puffed up view of yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that are wrestling with doubts would say, I don't have a puffed up view of ourselves, but we do because pride doesn't want me to be honest with my struggle. Right. And, and, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you know, um, seen as, especially if I've been a Christian. I mean, well, how about you just being, I was, well, we were talking about this just before I'm listening to, uh, before we started the podcast, I'm listening to three other very well-known pastors, um, and servants, uh, in the church that are famous around the world. And, and one of them flat out says, I had a season where I even doubted the existence of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's, they, that's what they said. Like mm-hmm. I, and, and <laughs> If you've been a Christian for a while, like you're saying to yourself, the last thing I could ever say is I'm doubting the existence of God, you know, but that's pride. That's pride being like, I don't, I don't know how you're going to look at me then. Mm-hmm. Right. Like for me, if I shared my doubts, well, let, let's just put, would, would I, if I shared my doubts with people all of a sudden, well, uh, we can't listen to you on Sunday morning. <laughs> 
Like you can't be a pastor because if that's what you're thinking, if that's what you're feeling. So, so we instantly make this list of like prideful reasons to sure. just hide it. And that's what the enemy wants is to be. So I, I think the first thing is just, it's an internal thing. It's for me to say, you know what? Um, I got, God is with the humble. Mm-hmm. Right. And and if we all took that stance, it becomes a whole lot easier to share with one another. Yeah. Like, this is my doubt, because what's beautiful about doubt is if I share mine and somebody might look at me and say, I feel the same thing. Yeah. So now God's like, OK, I can bring you together. And, and, and now that's mm-hmm. what I wanted was to bring you to healing together. Yeah. Or this is my doubt. And somebody looks at me and says, man, I, I was there. So now God's giving me the person that's going to like, this is how God got me. So mm-hmm. but that pride keeps me. You know, yeah. so it, confession. Oh, confession's huge. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, just you know, have. But that's also that. How many of us wrestle with being real with people in church? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, this is that pride thing. It's, yep. it's this is the real me. Yeah. And and so it's confession, but it's also trusting the people around you, and, and putting yourself out there to trust the people mm-hmm. around you. And it's hard. And some yeah. And sometimes we'll get burned. You will get burned. It just that is unfortunately human nature yep. like we suck sometimes guys we i do. don't know if you didn't knew that or not but we, we do. do and even well-meaning people yep. mess up yep. and do things and so but that's it's just part of um that community you have to be willing to get hurt and yep. and know that you're going to hurt other people possibly sometimes too not intentionally even nope. um but that's where you know forgiveness and grace come in so yep. yeah yep. um so my question i instantly think okay church mm-hmm. like how does the church create environments um for safe places like you know to to share doubt and mm-hmm. to work through that mm-hmm. um I think the more that we see, um, I think leadership needs to be well. I mean, this isn't about us getting up and always expressing every little, you know. <laughs> but but sometimes yes, we, we don't we don't want to pull the curtain back that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be careful. Um, but I, I think It'll leadership. Be a long Sunday. <laughs> amen to that. <laughs> um, I think leadership needs to do a better job of how often. Like I grew up in churches where pastors especially, but also just the leaders in the church, there was this, this aura of perfection with Mm -hmm. them. Right. When I was younger or new Christian, or just even, I didn't understand it. You know, that's why there was all of that. Well, I can't speak to them because they got it all together, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and, um, in fact, I had a pastor I served under that for a while. And he actually told me and didn't agree with it. The moment he said it, it'd be so to be a good pastor, you have to have a level of arrogance. Hmm. Like this idea of like, you have to have this level of, um, kind of like projecting to people. Like if you're going to follow me, you got to trust me. Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and I, I just, I didn't really set well with me. Yeah. This is, it's like, that don't seem biblical, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I feel like that's follow my example. Right. Yeah. And, and, so I feel like if leadership and people that have been Christians for a long time, and what I mean by that is people that looked at like, oh, you've, you've been, mm-hmm. man, if you start hearing them share their stories of doubt, that's why testimony mm-hmm. is such a powerful thing. Small yeah. group where you can get to know people and they have mm-hmm. the, the ability to say, oh yeah, even if it was 30 years ago, I went through this struggle yeah. of, of doubt and, and I had to go through this valley of darkness to hear that. And then 
when you can see these people that you look at now and yeah. you respect their faith. We need them. We need yeah. those people. And then you yeah. can hear that they wrestled with that. You're like, mm-hmm. it gives you that hope of like, wow, I'm not alone. And two, look where you're at now. Mm-hmm. But we don't allow, you know, a lot of times when we're in doubt or we're struggling with our faith, I mean, think about you're not jumping into small groups. You're not jumping into getting around to hear these stories. Mm-hmm. You, we're isolating ourselves. It's like I, you know, said yeah. on Sunday. Enemy isolates you. And if he isolates you, then you have, I'm the only one. There's something wrong with me. I'll never get out of this. This is just the way it's always going to be. You're stuck with your own thoughts and your thoughts are already toxic mm-hmm. and you're never going to get out of it. Yeah. So, so I think as the church, I think we continue to do what we're doing in pushing community, mm-hmm. pushing, be involved in small groups, mm-hmm. pushing, getting around people, be in ministry together. Yeah. It's scary because I know there's a lot of introverts yep. and people who don't like to people a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I have I'm, days when I'm, I'm one of them too. Yeah. I'm one of them. Right. But I mean, we have to, it, it's worth the risk. Yeah. yeah. And we're not telling you, you have to hang out with them 24 seven. You can still have some alone time, no, David. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> amen. Amen. <laughs> I need it too. But it's, I would just encourage Christians share your stories. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't be and, and I think we need to do it better than just yeah I've had doubts. No, share your story. Like specific. Think about yeah. it. Like oh, because people are going to connect with the, that. Sounds yeah. like what I'm feeling. Yeah. And, and so I would say, especially those that you, you know you're a strong Christian, or you, you you know maybe even you think people see you as a strong Christian. Man, you're the one that really needs to be the one sharing stories of how God has grown you mm-hmm. and and doubts that you've had because <laughs> it's going to encourage people to be like, oh, and look where you're at now in your faith. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's talk about the um, scripture you shared on Sunday, uh, Matthew twenty eight seventeen. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. That was really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at different translations to see like, if I could pull some more out of that. Because I'm not the kind of person that's going to like a Greek-Hebrew dictionary or something. You know, like I, I need someone else to hold my hand to do that. Yeah. Um, but So I'm, I come across the message version. I know it's not a translation. It's just a version, paraphrase. Um, but it said, the moment they saw him, they worshipped him. Some, though, held back, not sure about worship about risking themselves totally. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, do mm-hmm. you feel like that's an accurate um, take on that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, 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 so without using the word doubted, mm-hmm. um, because that's one of those words that everybody has maybe a different view of. I, mm-hmm. I think it, it's potential because we don't know what they doubted about, mm-hmm. right? But even the way that's worded, I see that's doubt, right? Mm-hmm. It's that can I be free to worship and, and put my faith out there? Is, right. is he, you know, um, for, for whatever reason, it's doubting the supremacy of Christ or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would say if that's, that potentially could be the, the, yeah. the, the, the take of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had somebody this week actually kind of corner me and cause it's like, you threw me off at the beginning of the sermon because the definition you gave for doubt is not how I interpret doubt. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so we had a we had a talk about that, and and I get it because you know their mindset is doubt means I I don't believe mm-hmm. doubt is unbelief. Okay, it's like okay I get that doubt can very easily lead to unbelief, mm-hmm. but doubt is because then the, the the example they gave was perfect because they like it's like if I play the lottery I doubt I'm going to win I was like yeah but you still you you still you play right help. yeah you still play right yeah. and they're like well sometimes I was like that's the d- Ooh, that is good unbelief is I'll never win this and I'm never going to do it yeah doubt is I don't think I will but I'm still gonna try <laughs> right I'm still gonna get the I'm still gonna buy it 
and, and so that's the difference is whatever was going on there, whether it was a worship thing or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you know, I mean, hmm. here's my thing. I don't want to say I would have doubted, but listen, <laughs> if you're seeing Jesus fly up into the heavens, yeah, I mean, I think it's human nature to have a moment of just like, am I nuts? <laughs> Like legitimately is like, is this for real? You know, I, I don't see how we can't. Yeah. And I think that's the, the what beauty. What was in that food I ate last night? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what did you put in it? Like, because I think if, if, if our God is that big mm-hmm. and he does, and he shows up in our lives, yeah, it's going to strengthen my faith, but there's got to be moments where I'm like, that's so far beyond mm-hmm. me. Is this real? Mm-hmm. Like, this can't be real. Yeah. And I I don't see that as a bad thing because he is so infinite and I am not. So why wouldn't my human mind be like, I don't know if well, I Well, because wow. we want to try to explain everything yeah. away yeah. with something that's practical mm-hmm. and logical. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Um, that verse made me think about like when we sing, when we engage in musical worship on Sunday mornings or I guess really any other time of the week, but especially corporately. And we're going through the motions, Mm -hmm. you know, and it makes me wonder how many of us are standing there on Sunday mornings with doubt, Mm -hmm. but we're singing it. Have you ever heard that quote? Um, It's like Christians don't tell lies. We go to church and sing them. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I think that's so true. Um, Yeah. Cause yeah, we'll, we'll be singing and you, I know you have pointed it out before Mm -hmm. during worship too. Like, do you even know what we're singing? Like listen to the lyrics right Mm -hmm. now. And because we're just going through the motions. We don't even, yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh, well, we're all guilty. That's what I love about, because we sang it, what confidence is one that makes me chuckle. Because mm-hmm. as, as, I, as I wrestle through stuff I'm going through right now, it's like we're like, I'm going to face my giants with confidence. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, like, I feel like I'm cowering in the corner a lot of times, you know. But yeah. here I am singing this, right, like, I'm going to face right. my, and it's like, yeah, I yeah, do it all the time. I like, no, no, you're I not. That. That's funny. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Well, um, I've really enjoyed this series already, and I know we've gotten some really good feedback from people. So um, where are we going this week? What are we talking about? So this week we're going to kind of take a, a broad look at just the negative, just being negative. Mm-hmm. Um it's really easy to be negative, and, uh, and this this yeah. this one sucks <laughs> for me because I can be really negative really <laughs> fast, um, and and it's unfortunate because negative is. The toxic thought is we become a person that just automatically looks for the bad in everything. Sure. And, and of course, God tells us rejoice and, and all those. So we're going to look at it twofold. We're going to look at the Fine. toxicity <laughs> of being negative, but we're going to, I think we're going to combat it with one of the most powerful weapons God has given to us in our thinking, and that's just the power of gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, just what gratitude does in our lives. Um, when it comes to just negativity and, and kind of hopefully switching our mindset a little bit and, and, how much we have to be grateful for, sure. you know, and, and just the power of Thanksgiving that God designed, like this is what he wants for us is to be people of Thanksgiving. So that's yeah. kind of what we're going to focus on is awesome. negativity versus just that spirit of gratitude. I like it. So good deal. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening.